Assalamualaikum Salam sejahtera EFM.live For entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs Okay kita sekarang Nak mendengarkan podcast uh, Berkenaan dengan um, Topik kita pada kali ini Iaitu Malaysia Halal Expo 2019 Okay ini uh, Di mana kita telah adakan Industrial talk Berkenaan dengan uh, Industri halal Iaitu berkenaan dengan Kosmetik dan uh, Barangan Uh, persendirian uh, Macam personal care lah Alright Okay Apa kata kita dengarkan uh, Info berkenaan dengan Industrial talk ini Without further ado I would like to invite, it's an honor for me to invite the uh, esteemed panelists for today. So please welcome uh, the first one, menggantikan uh, Encik Datuk Sirajuddin uh, dari Jakim adalah Encik Johari bin Abdul Latif, uh, Senior Assistant Director Majlis Halal Malaysia. Silakan Encik um, Johari. Majlis Halal Malaysia. Okey, yang kedua adalah Puan Amna, CEO Serunai Commerce. Puan Amna, silakan. Dan um, next is uh, Miss Hemi Sorfina Halim, founder of Sorfina Hal. Dan last but uh, dan last but not least Pamuarni Hassan, CEO Vanity Cosmetical Sendiran Berhad. Silakan. Before um, we have a line of experts here today, so sebelum um, saya mulakan dengan soalan lah untuk diajukan kepada semua panelis, just nak faham uh, tentang kita punya crowd pada hari ini. So. Um, sila angkat tangan siapa yang dekat sini uh, memang dah produce produk kosmetik, color kosmetik, makeup ke apa ke? Boleh angkat tangan? Ada? Tak ada? Skincare? Oh, ada seorang. Oh, skincare? Kosmetik? Kosmetik. Okey, yang lain-lain semua kira berminatlah mungkin nak menceburi uh, apa? halal kosmetik dan juga skincare ni. Okey, ada ke betul-betul ke? Cuba dengar sikit, ya ke? Betul. 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 Okay, okay, okay. So at least kita punya panelist pun faham tentang um, background uh, semua orang that, so that we can help more lah in terms of uh, information apa yang boleh diberikan. Okay, so so it's really um, a casual punya conversation. So feel free, you guys kalau ada questions or anything, we'll ask towards the end. Tapi um, kalau ada apa-apa yang uh, soalan yang nak diajukan uh, later, Just write it down so that you remember. So last-last kali kita akan uh, tanyakan semua soalan kepada pihak panelis. So first off, to start to dive into the discussion, perhaps uh, we can start with the panelists dari sebelah kanan ke sebelah kiri. Introduce a bit lah about um, the company, the background uh, daripada Malaysia Halal Hub ni. Uh, apa benda sebenarnya? Is it macam Jakim juga ke? Or is it another entity? Uh, Malaysia. Okay, silakan Encik Jari. Okay, uh, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi taala wabarakatuh dan uh, selamat pagi. Eh. Um, sebenarnya saya menggantikan uh, Datuk Dr Sirajuddin, uh, pengarah Majlis Halal Malaysia, uh, yang tidak dapat hadir pada pagi ini kerana ada urusan yang uh, tidak dapat dielakkan. Walaupun bagaimanapun saya akan uh, insyaallah menjawab segala persoalan yang 
mungkin dikemukakan nanti ya insyaallah uh, berkenaan dengan uh, oh pertama sekali memperkenalkan diri kan uh, saya dari uh, sini assistant director uh, di majlis halal malaysia eh. Uh, sebenarnya Majlis Halal Malaysia ni bukan uh, satu entiti yang yang lain daripada Jakim eh. uh, Kalau sebelum ni uh, uh, di Jakim tu uh, kita namakan bahagian Hub Halal Jakim eh. Kemudian hujung tahun lepas uh, kita uh, pecahkan kepada dua bahagian iaitu Majlis Halal Malaysia Ataupun Sekretariat bagi Majlis Halal Malaysia dan juga uh, bahagian pengurusan Halal Jakim So secara uh, job descriptionnya Uh, Majlis Halal Malaysia ni secara mudah kita faham adalah pembuat dasar, polisi dan sebagainya Manakala bahagian pengurusan halal itu adalah merupakan uh, uh, pihak yang menjalankan operasi pensijilan Bermula daripada permohonan, pengauditan uh, hinggalah kepada pemantauan dan penguasaan Itulah secara uh, ringkas uh, dari sudut uh, uh, Majlis Halal Malaysia dan juga bahagian pengurusan halal di Jakim lah Okay, terima kasih Encik Johari. Puan Amna. Uh, Assalamualaikum, nama saya Amna uh, Syari. Okay, saya the CEO for Verify Halal. Lah, orang selalu kenal Verify Halal. Company itu panggil Serunai Commerce. And also, we have two product, Global Halal Data Pool and Verify Halal. Siapa dah download saya punya Verify Halal? Belum. Ah. Kejap Ayuh. lagi tak apa. Kejap lagi kita boleh keluar handphone. Kita download. Okay? Ah. Kejap lagi. Okay. It is a very easy. So technically, uh, all the kita go live dengan Jakim dan 75 certification body globally di seluruh dunia. Impressive. Okay? So, okay. Since it's only one minute, this project is to make sure that awak punya barang halal ni, akan di, apa you can to advertise globally because today when you do halal nobody know that you do halal mm. okay today in malaysia since we go live with jakim and just to let you know we have 8000 halal companies and we have about 336 cosmetic companies mm. which is not bad yeah. right yeah. bagoi so anyway how many people are actually exporting we can't really tell Because, let me tell you, today the discussion is about halal sahaja tak cukup. Hmm. Sebab separuh orang dapat halal, lepas tu tak pas uh, Kementerian Kesihatan. Tak tak pas. Dia tak ada all the needed certification in order for export. Therefore, today we're talking about Japan. So, Japan pun dia ada dia punya pemahaman yes. ataupun permit untuk ke sana. To cut things short, ini projek ni memang government supported by Ministry of International Trade by the Prime Minister Department which is Jakim and also Ministry of Science and a semi comp now is under Ministry of Entrepreneur right yes, but regardless under SME Corp kita ada 400000 BAP business acceleration program which is ada tujuh kategori kalau you nak buat kilang buat marketing apa semua It's matching grant lah. You spend 10,000, you dapat uh, 5,000 balik. And then, of course, when we work with Madrid, we have Go Export and MDG, for example, and so many women. Lagi terror, women go extra lagi. Ah, okay. ah. So, would it <laughs> so, be safe to say that yes. it is... Um, It helps you with distribution juga. Yes. This platform distribution you, is key. Even if you want to have meeting globally in Japan, it will be paid under Go Export and MDG. Okay, that's okay. it. Sekarang. So, <laughs> dah introduction tu semua, maknanya, sekejap lagi kena download lah app tu. Yes, okay. Please. Okay, next. Uh, okay, Miss Hemi. A bit of uh, about uh, Sofina. Okay. Okay, thank you, Shazza. Okay, no uh, okay, my name is Hemi. 
Amy Sorfina Halim. Uh, I'm from Sorfina Hal. Siapa pernah dengar Sorfina Hal? Hai, ni gang ni. <laughs> Thank you. Um, actually, Sorfina Hal is a halal makeup brand. Uh, we originally from Malaysia lah. So, Sorfina Hal has been around for two years now, since 2000. Actually, end of 2016 is when the whole work started lah. Uh, we are owned by a company, a pharmaceutical healthcare company called TNA Biosciences, Sandra Bahad. Uh, so, if you all not tahu further, because uh, very short okay. introduction, okay. Eh? Okay. Uh, you can go to www.sorfinahal, S-O-R-F-I-N-A-H-A-L.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, so pergi check it out lah, to know okay. further. Closing, I think semua kita boleh masuk Instagram semua. <laughs> And then, okay. Last but not least, Pak Mawarni. So, yes. Okay. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, dan salam sejahtera semua. Uh, saya Mawarni binti Hassan. Um, saya CEO Vanity Cosmeceuticals, Senerian Berhad. Dan kami merupakan uh, jenama um, uh, pemilik satu jenama sahaja iaitu Cosmodem. Saya nak tanya soalan yang siapa. Berapa orang di sini pernah dengar uh, dengan jenama Cosmodem? Wah, wow, Cosmodem, yes. All Thank over. You. <laughs> Thank you, Alhamdulillah. Cosmodem uh, memang patut pun uh, dengar sebab dah lima, uh, dah dimasuk, we first established in 2001. Hmm. Uh, now it is uh, 2018, uh, 2019 so we are going uh, going into our 17th year lah, basically okay so uh, alhamdulillah we are in uh, 434 watsons uh, uh, nearly um, four, uh, 434 guardians uh, nearly 400 watsons uh, all of caring i think almost 94 all of aeon uh, all of caring all of aeon wellness and we are in 53 shenxiong outlets in singapore and we also are in Guardian Brunei and we are hoping to um, export to Indonesia and also to other countries that we are looking at. Saya tak nak cakap sebut nama but every time saya sebut nama benda Allah tu tak jadi. So um, I don't want to jinx it. Nah. So insyaAllah yang ni yang memang dah ada dan memang dah uh, quite solid uh, insyaAllah. So I would love to share with all of you um, uh, my experience uh, being in charge of a brand that Alhamdulillah has been halal certified since 2005 for all 50 SKUs. So inshallah. Okay, impressive. Give a bit of round of applause yeah. untuk Pamarani. Thank you. I think I would say like macam one of the pioneers lah started off as yeah, halal. Yeah, we were skincare. we were halal before there was Safi in the market. Ah. Right now in Guardian we are number two to Safi, uh, and Safi is uh, multinational, backed by one of the biggest, if not the biggest company in uh, India, Y Proonza. Mm. Uh, we cannot afford uh, Rosita Chet One. Okay, ah. so we can just uh, afford. Um, solid social marketing, uh, social media marketing, and um, we have good solid products that therefore we have cultivated a good customer base. Mm -hmm. Halal is an added value proposition. Mm -hmm. Okay, that oh. is, if you don't remember anything else, always remember that one. Halal okay. is an added value proposition. It cannot build up your brand, neither can it kill your brand. Mm -hmm. Okay, perhaps we will start off um, with the first question. Puan Amna dulu, uh, which is, uh, 
from Serunai Commerce tadi, apakah platform, what platform do you have actually um, uh, that can help the halal products in Malaysia, I mean, to expand further and also um, because you think halal is not enough, being halal is not enough because not export, because today we're talking about export kan, um, correct me if I'm wrong lah, tapi this is what I heard. Sebenarnya nak import produk kosmetik tu nak masuk Malaysia lagi less restrictive than sebenarnya kita nak export. So for instance like you were saying nak export ke Indonesia lah kan. Sebenarnya Indonesia punya because it's about trade kan. Dia punya trade punya barrier tu lebih susah kita nak keluar nak bawa kita punya produk local keluar dari produk daripada say Thailand ke Indonesia semua nak bawa masuk dalam. Is that true? And how does um, your platform perhaps can help in terms of this uh, apa, uh, kekangan ni lah? Banyak tu jawab hmm. uh, question dia. Hmm. Mampu kan? <laughs> okay, since kebanyakan kamu ni semua masih belum lagi dalam industri halal. There's a new group just now. How many have a cosmetic halal today? Very good, madam. So, maksudnya awak masih baru. So I like to say one thing. Yes, this is the time for you to get into the business. This is the time. One in by 2030, there's one third of the global population will be Muslim. 45% of them in Southeast Asia. 45%. Today, 80%, 85% of the global producers of halal in general, sumahala are by non-Muslim. Fine, I'm, I'm my apology, this is not to condemn orang lain, but it shows that halal is already something that the multinational has seen, as Madam mentioned just now. It's not us. Who are we? We are just consumer, right? So since today, we're not, so this is the time for you to get it. I just been to Umrah in November. I nak pergi Umrah, you mesti ada a cream yang no scent, you know, suci. Nah. Kat situ ada Sephora, but tak ada tempat lain, tak nak beli. I said, shoot, this is not good, right? So, ini, so let's talk about the billion dollar industry in halal. Halal industry itself is in six trillion US dollar. When you're talking about cosmetic itself, just in, in 2015, 20, I don't even have the latest figure. They said Salam Gateway, 2018, 2017, 16, they said it's already 70 billion US. And in Southeast Asia, they say 11% of the cosmetic upper orang consumers are here. But Singapore is even larger. Thailand and Indonesia, of course, because Indonesia have 280 million people. So what I'm saying is that in Southeast Asia, 45% are Muslim, right? So kita ada berapa juta orang? 32 juta sahaja. So, Talking about this program that Verify Halal, the moment you are here, we validate that you're really halal. This, the problem here also, banyak orang buat fake product and fake halal. I'm halal, sebenarnya Here you are, it's very stringent for you to get the halal. Susah, ya? Cik Juharin, tak ada susah. Maksudnya, hmm, nak dapat ni, ha? Kita ada 8,000 company, 330 saja kosmetik. And then orang lain uh, tiru punya, awak punya barang dan taruh aja chop halal. Of 
course you get angry, right? And of course it's not right by right, you know, tak boleh lah. So the, this project is, if you, is, is free technically registration. You can put up to five of your SKU. So now it's been downloaded of 137 countries. Forever free. And then you, kalau you ada extra SKU, 20 ringgit aja in a lifetime. Okay, so as you scan the product, then you know what, and you can tag the product globally. If you found it in Harrods or you found it in Japan, hey, found some Cosmodium there. Okay, you can, uh, upper Sofina there. I said, uh, all that, right? You can then, you kat situ, you click, I nak juga barang ni, you buka tu, tengok ada tak kawasan tu. So Muslim or community help each other to do that. Back to your, yes, we are moving, like now, we are working with Alibaba. So for Malaysia, you know, all the giant of Amazon and Alibaba, they already have a halal window. It's, it's no, today, there's 10,000 e-commerce omnichannel companies in the world. The top, Lazada, Shopee, you know, Alibaba, Amazon, you, you name it, all the blah, blah, blah. But, hey, Amazon had a halal section. Alibaba, so what do we do? We validate whether that product is really halal or that upper. So now we are uh, Alibaba engages from Malaysia. So for that particular company and SKU botto that halal tu ha. So it, so we will put our our upper uh, logo. I want Ismilan on Kolopilah. So I cannot check out Ismilan. Okay, betul tu ha. Ah, kita mandi kat bandar dulu. Ayo. So anyway, kita validate pada barang tu. Apa tu tak halal? Jadi kita tunjuk kat situ. Yeah. So the idea also we work with GS1 Global and we connected our database to the 38 data pools globally which has been around for 20 years. All the big boys are in here. So when you are in data pool, there are already 40,000 major retailers there. Sainsbury, Harrods, and that, including 2 million community distributor and so on and so forth. So if you can tag ping them, you know, and say, hey, Sainsbury, do you want to look at me? You can do that. So this is another platform. But inshallah, by April or June this year, you can buy directly from uh, the system. That, that's mean, because now, Jakim has 75 certification body. We give them the system. Jakim aja ada 8,000 company, 170,000 SKU average. Okay, dalam dunia ni, I, I, we reckon there's about close to a million brand, hala, a million brand. This is not just cosmetic. And we reckon there's, uh, we initially we thought we have about 3 million SKU. So I just been to Indonesia, jumpa Pak Sukoso, Professor Sukaso. He's going to be here Saturday. And they got, Amna, no such thing lah. I got 60 million SKU. Huh? Wow, and I have 500,000 companies. So they want to put their into here to, because they want to expose Indonesian product. So I think I put it there. So to answer your question, banyak tu. So it is true, as you said, you know, um, I'm not just promoting my, my platform, but you can, you know, whatever works for you, you use it. But one thing here is data synchronization. That's mean, for example, you, 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 bila you nak beli satu container, do you just uh, use Alibaba? No, right? You just the real, deal direct with that company. So Global Halal Data Pool is a data synchronization of data. So with the press of a button, Cosmodom can send different pricing, different SKU to Watson, 
different uh, and details to Tesco, with the press of a button, it reaches them in split second. And when any changes, whatever, you can change it. And when Tesco receive it, and they connect it to all their omni-channel data, that's mean their web, their store, their, their all e-commerce channel, and they accept it across the supply chain, in a split second, the data change. Mm. People that send data by email or fax anymore. That's how it is. We are more advanced at the moment, but I think eventually people will start uh, monitoring that. That's Thanks. the direction, like actually technology, implementing technology is the right way, then only you can distribute it like all around the world. Yes, today, just to share with it, we have 137,000 uh, countries download over close to 100 over 1,000, and yang banyak sekali budak muda, 18 ke 24 tahun. Itu paling banyak, ramai. Yeah, tax-heavy really, lah. Uh, tax-heavy yang beli. And by the way, 70% of Malaysia population are 34 years and below. 70% huh? 74 years and below. And 50% of the 70% are 24 years and below. We are a young in the uh, country. Okay, I think Puan Amna dah get, got everyone excited dah untuk macam I need to be in halal now. Because after this, right, uh, tengok the SKU bermilion-million tu, so it means that it's going to be like a norm. So if you don't jump into the ship now, everyone else is going to be doing it. And then, you know, you'll be losing out lah. So going to the cost, sekarang ni mesti diorang nak tahu, saya nak produk saya jadi halal. So saya nak buat register halal ni, jadi Encik Juhari. Actually, untuk satu SKU lah, for instance, nak register as halal, berapa sebenarnya kos tu rasa agak-agaknya dan renewal? Okay, untuk fee sebenarnya tidaklah begitu mahal, tuan-tuan. Eh. Cuba tuan-tuan tengok baliklah di dalam sistem dan sebagainya. Eh. Tapi boleh saya jelaskan di sini. Eh. Untuk fee persedia halal, uh, persedia halal ni dia... Uh, kalau saya asasnya untuk dua tahun lah dan dari sudut kita kategorikan jenis industri di situ empat kategori industri sebagai contoh industri mikro untuk industri mikro yuran untuk persedia halal adalah RM100 untuk perjalanan setahun kan manakala small untuk industri kecil RM400 untuk medium Uh, 700 dan untuk company besar atau multinational uh, 1000 lah kalau persihalan tu untuk 2 tahun maka double lah di situ eh. uh, tetapi pada saya antara kos yang paling rendah lah pada saya eh, dalam konteks persihalan halal eh, uh, yang kita uh, boleh compare dengan di luar negara sana pun eh, uh, antara yang paling uh, apa uh, berpatutan kepada usahawan-usahawan kita okay. insyaAllah maknanya um, lebih murah compact tu nak dapat halal daripada negara-negara lain lah ya yeah, yeah, betul ah, ha. ok so maknanya stigma tu mungkin lah tak sepenuhnya betul yang mahal lama tu ah, semua lah sebab tu saya kata kalau kita tak uh, kenal tak kenal maka, maka tak, tak, tak cinta, cinta. ok baik-baik oh. <laughs> Puan Mawarni so mungkin kita nak tanya kepada Puan Mawarni pula ok sekarang ni since you dah in the industry of halal uh, skincare ni dah lama so sekarang ni image um, uh, a lot of uh, consumer dah aware in terms of organic, uh, natural, so uh, vegan, uh, cruelty free ni semua. So actually halal ni tak apa is it organic juga because orang assume that you know it's paraben free, it may be paraben free and things like. So apa beza um, kalau organic tu which is like overseas kalau US banyak sekarang dah nak organic, organic macam tata apa tu very expensive. So is organic enough 
um, is it like consider macam because organic is also kira tak ada pork, tak ada alcohol and things like that. So is it so what are the differences actually organic versus kalau natural ke and then perlu ke lagi nak ada halal? So perhaps Mawarni boleh clarify on that. InsyaAllah. Um, just to add on sedikit daripada apa yang Encik Johari kata dari segi kos ya. Um, bila kita nak buat bisnes memang kena ada kos. Kalau nak buat kilang kita kena ada ISO. Kalau kita masak kalau nak buat kilang makanan kita kena ada HACCP. Semua persediaan adalah penting menunjukkan kita serius tentang bisnes. Jadi kalau kita serius tentang bisnes kita set aside duit untuk dapat persediaan halal. Untuk mendapat kelulusan daripada kelulusan JMP dekat Kementerian Kesihatan. That is cost of business. Nobody is going to give it back to you. Itu kena ingat ni kalau orang buat bisnes. Nobody is going to give that money back to you. It goes back into the credibility and quality of your product. Jadi jangan risau kalau memang nak masuk halal. Memang siap duit siap. Kena siap duit untuk menangani kos dan juga untuk persediaan sama ada halal atau persediaan ISO yang lain. Okay, saya nak tambah saja tadi ya. Sebab um, tidak ada benda yang rosy dalam dunia ni. Uh, banyak orang kena ayat-ayat pemasaran. Organik adalah ayat pemasaran. Organik uh, khususnya kalau kita lihat um, persediaan organik yang datang daripada Australia. Kenapa Australia push uh, persediaan organik? Sebab itu adalah differentiator untuk dia. Uh, dia push untuk persediaan organik menyatakan bahawa produk itu ditanam dalam keadaan tanah pun menggunakan fertilizer organik. Uh, raw material itu pun uh, tidak ada uh, bahan kimia uh, dan uh, semua khususnya sebagai push untuk organik. Yang memang mahal sebab the cost of any organic material yang certified. Certification sendiri itu juga ada adalah mahal. Ha, jadi uh, tapi tak bermaksud bahawa organik tidak uh, ada um, lemak haiwan. Depends. Kalau memang kalau haiwan itu race cara organik makan makanan feed organik, memang dia akan anggap organik. So memang that's why you have organic vegetables, you have organic uh, eggs, you have organic raised uh, chicken. Uh, so organic does not mean plant based. Uh, itu nombor satu. Vegan has no certification. And they say, when Body Shop says, I'm to talk specifically about a company, eh? bukan nak kata mengata, tapi when you say 100% vegan, you know, there is no certification. They are the one who claim that. Okay. So, uh, the other one was, uh, when you say paraben free, you can check. When you say uh, sulfates free, you can check. It's cruelty free, uh, you can check. Uh, you can check. That is a claim that the company makes. Uh, kami, we have never tested on animals. We don't use cruelty-free uh, because we are cruel to our employees because they are the ones who have to test our products. Okay, so it's tested on humans. Uh, uh, so, uh, so we say it's not tested on animals. Uh, and then if you're serious about the uh, safety of your products, you send it for efficacy testing. Upah. Bayar duit kepada mana-mana institusi research untuk jalankan pelindikan tentang produk anda. Menyatakan bahawa produk ini selamat. This is big time. <laughs> Even to go into the big leagues. Jadi kalau bagi saya, is good to be an entrepreneur. Tapi kalau if you want to do this, macam Sofina Hal, they have a whole organization behind them. She is not one person. Okay? Uh, so, if you want to do this, uh, nak dapat pencerahan halal dan sebagainya, you kena ada partner yang kuat. Partner yang supplier yang memang committed kepada pencerahan halal. Eh, jangan ada supplier hari ini, supplier A, uh, esok mahal lah supplier A ni. Kita pergi supplier B, supplier B tak ada sedia halal. Tak apalah kita minta, minta sedia halal nanti. Uh, like that, you know. Jadi, we cannot do business like that. 
it is not an honest business, not an honest way of doing business. And then uh, it affects your credibility as a brand, it affects the consistency. Dengan satu supplier pun, saya jenuh nak minta supaya apa dia nak tengok uh, quality uh, untuk produk biar sama semua. Because there are many things yang boleh affect, uh, yang boleh mempengaruhi quality produk. Jadi kalau organik, kena ingat, oh, siapa yang kata organik, memang tidak ada janji bahawa tak ada plan, it's not plant-based only. Uh, siapa yang kata vegan, yes, it's plant-based, but then there is no certification for it. So when you say it's halal, banyak produk kat luar sana, we are halal, we are halal, especially produk luar negara. Uh, tapi oh, we are halal, we use only plants, but no one is saying that except them. Okay, there is no external third body. That is where our strength is. Kekuatan Malaysia ialah kami ada banyak manufacturer uh, yang mengeluar dalam yang ada sijil halal daripada uh, JAKIM dan juga dapat GMP daripada Kementerian Kesihatan yang mengeluarkan quality uh, uh, produk kosmetik yang berkualiti tak bertaraf dunia. Kita nak kejar um, market dunia memang berapa trillion. It has been how many trillion since I've been in the business. But kita kena fight dengan semua syarikat-syarikat di luar sana yang nak dapat juga duit orang Islam uh, yang memang supposed to be very enthusiastic about halal. Let me tell you, research shows, okay, pendidikan yang telah dibuat oleh, uh, oleh UPM dan juga oleh UKM dan banyak uh, uh, master students right, dari universiti-universiti menyatakan bahawa wanita Melayu Muslim tidak akan memilih produk kosmetik jika dia tidak berkenan. Cantiknya, feelnya dan berkesannya. Yang tu, you fight against non-certified halal, non-certified halal products from uh, from Korea, from uh, the US, from uh, Istanbul, from Turkey. Then they're not selling their halal certified. Okay. So what is your differentiator? If you don't have halal certification, what is your differentiator? So, however strict Jakim is, Jakim has one of the most uh, esteemed reputation as a certification body of integrity. Mana apa yang Jakim kata halal, uh, memang uh, insya Allah semua orang boleh terima uh, di Afghanistan ke, di Iran ke, di China ke, memang China pun nak cakap dengan Jakim, Jakim can you teach us about halal? China, you know, apa yang buat penuh Islam, dia kata yang tanya. Okay, but the text is the thing, they want to know and then they respect Jakim for that. So, when we have a good organisation, we work with the organisation. The world respects it. Kenapa kita nak cemur? Kenapa kita nak complain? Okay, another thing saya nak tambah ya, because yang ni very important semua anak-anak muda ada kat sini. Ada banyak message-message, uh, this is outside, nah? message yang viral, yang menyatakan benda tu halal, benda ni tak halal. Padahal benda tu sedah, tulah, telah, sudah dan telah diiktiraf uh, halal oleh Jakim. When you pass messages like that without verifying, you are undermining the credibility of our halal certification infrastructure. Kita undermine tau, kita kata memang Jakim buat kerja tak berkos. Sebab apa yang dia kata halal sebenarnya tak halal. Kenapa? Tahu macam mana? Oh, saya dapat ultima WhatsApp semalam. Sumber daripada mana? Boleh check. Oh, eh sebenarnya hoax lah. Eh, sorry, sorry. Saya delete. Tapi the damage has been done. So you are here today because you want to look for a bright future in a very bright industry. Cosmo uh, cosmetics industry or skincare is the one of the very few industries that are increasing in growth. Orang kata uh, compound annual growth rate. Lebih daripada mana-mana industri yang lain. Dalam keadaan satu dunia recession pun, semua orang nak krim untuk muka. 
Semua nak basuh muka. Kalau nak pergi Mekah, nak pergi jalankan umrah, pergi umrah, dapatkan umrah set yang fragrance free daripada Cosmodem. Kaya macam mana pun, if you kaya macam mana pun, kalau memang but if you're not confident, you nak pergi nak buat ihram kan, ha, nak buat ihram, you're not confident, get a halal certified. Fragrance free product from a halal verified company. Dalam verified halal pun ada, dalam jaket punya database pun ada, that's what you do. Okay, so the thing is, we have to be committed. You want to go on this road, you tak boleh halal hari ni, tak halal esok. Dia tak boleh macam pakai tudung hijab, hari ni pakai, esok buang. Uh, semua orang melalui proses tu. Uh, saya tak kata saya ni malaikat, tapi it is, uh, if you want to wear it, you wear it. You don't wear it, don't wear it. Then you go into halal, you go into halal. You don't go in and out. Komitmen okay, so yang memang khusus. So, halal ni tak semestinya cruelty free lah kan? Tak semestinya not animal tested. Because you mentioned China just now. So, China requires animal testing kan? China requires animal testing. Not ah. necessarily. That, that, that's the thing. Uh, China requires animal testing. Uh, so, if you want to go into China, you must be able to handle China. Mm. Never think that you are going to be able to handle China uh, and think there's dollar signs there. No. Okay. China is a very very tough market. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to do, uh, uh, you know, you want to, you don't want to do cruel, you don't want to be cruel. Uh, you want to maybe do cruelty free. Maybe China stay in the market. other markets. Okay. Uh. So maybe um, Miss Amy, just to ask um, for the younger generations, like I. So semua suka pergi Sephora and things like that. So do you think that macam ada halal ni sometimes? perhaps you know can be a double edged sword in that sense that you are of course 45% of population of the world will be muslims but would you then um macam in a way exclude macam the rest yang lain tu because they would feel like oh this is a product for muslim what do you think so your customer base right now is uh Malaysia, perhaps it's muslim i'm not so sure perhaps you can talk about that tapi do you think it can be a double so, so how do you overcome that kind of uh, perception that you know this product is just for muslim this halal is halal selalu is for islam it's not ex and not excluding the rest uh, to answer your question whether it's a double sword um it can be Okay, but um, so I, I guess it goes back to how we uh, decided to do our branding and marketing eh, in the beginning. So uh, when we keep, when we started an architecture brand, we wanted it to look um, a certain way that is acceptable, you know, not just by Muslims but also non-Muslims. So that was the that was the driving factor lah, because we want. We want to get this halal punya branding looks cool, you know, macam relevant and then uh, not just, you know, because normally masa kita ingat tak uh, zaitun was jangguna tanpa was-was eh? Was-was, yes. The colour is green mm. and then they macam, uh, and you associate halal being moon and crest, you know, mm. but that's no longer the case actually because um, as apa ni puan amna cakap kan the, the rising of uh, apa ni uh, islamic population not only the islamic population is rising but the awareness of what islam and halal is is also arising okay uh, whether it is coming from a negative punya background or not but that is the case globally so bila kita cakap pasal halal even now macam halal meat is associated with kosher meat you know kosher meat is jewish kan Tapi it has the same kind of macam uh, connotation to it now. So it's, it's safe, it's, it's healthy, it's hygienic. So um, 
bila non muslims come to our brand like is in inquire or uh, try to resonate with our branding punya uh, presence they don't feel so much intimidated because if you if you if you look at our branding it, it is not islamic in that sense but we hope to educate um, people uh, muslims and non muslims alike that halal is not just for muslims anymore i mean it, it has never been born sebenarnya tapi that is how it has been uh, but going forward with all this uh, uprising of halal cosmetic products and you know people like us talking about it educating everybody kat sini pun you know you, you know that halal uh, cosmetic is not just for muslims so yes and no depending mm -hmm. on your background and mm -hmm. also what you've been exposed to I saw uh, somebody raise a hand. Um, uh, you own a halal cosmetic brand? Yes, that's one. <laughs> and I, uh, are you Muslim or non-Muslim? Okay, sebab Pak Muhammad ni ada cakap tadi. So, um, cosmetics dengan skincare ni is, you know, it's, on the, it's still on the rise. It's like, you know, the and But then again, um, the industry is also, you know, assumed as saturated. Dah ramai, memang banyak orang buat cosmetic and uh, apa skincare ni. But then again, it's still rising. The demand is still rising. It's still growing. So uh, that fear of, you know, this, this isn't this industry like banyak competitors, like so many competition. So, but what is it? How can one having halal if everyone else have halal can be a differentiator? Well. Ooh, tough question. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, I, I, I just met, we do many research uh, from food to, I just met uh, somebody, uh, a Chinese guy who has an abattoir before I touched uh, cosmetic. Okay. So since he got his uh, halal, his name Ayam Sarjan, 300% increase in his sale, 300%. So um, I'm... As Puan Wani mentioned, it is, yeah, it is tough, you know. Halal itself doesn't guarantee you to get all the money in the world, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, our dear friend here mentioned, it is, uh, Muslims are everywhere. They are the duit dah. Yeah, they are more affluent. Now travel pun dah business class, boleh pergi Japan, you know, nak makan sushi, and all that. So that's, uh, I mentioned just now, it's actually the world population by 2030 will be Muslim. Uh, tiga, uh, by 2030, uh, one third of the world population will be Muslim. So with all this demographic, what I'm trying to say is that, come on lah, you, you got to be clever. Takkan semua nak tiru juga macam Puan Wani punya tingkat. I don't know, there must be some differentiation in yours. There must be some niche that make you better or slightly different. Either you brand it differently, either you marketing it differently, so people like your product, right? So I must agree with you, yes, there's a lot of competitors out there. Why? La Prairie is coming out with it. Chanel is coming out. Dior is coming out with their halal section. So, whew, ni dah lah, you nak branded, branded. Orang Islam ada duit, nanti nak beli barang branded. Ah, habislah kita, you nak know? no, SK pun nanti, klinik nanti semua halal, mampu lah, macam mana. So, it is, I'm, I cannot teach you in that real sense. That's mean I be my entrepreneur lah. That's me, puan ni ha, dah cakap, it is difficult. You're talking about you're talking about halal or you're talking business as as it is. Business is difficult because it requires 
massive entrepreneurship, uh, you know, constant thinking. Whenever you got a problem, every day there's a problem. Uh, staff will lari, you know, orang tak bayar, dia dah pakai, dia kata benda tu tak elok, you know, they return balik, dia kata benda tu rosak. How are you going to do it? Is it via direct selling or sell it at Watson or sell it at Guardian or you become an OEM supplier and you really do certain thing and you send to upper? But let me tell you, I just met a Chinese lady who has a central kitchen. And what does she do? Durian paste. For where she sent all this durian paste into all the bakeries and everything, right? And she bought durian uh, ice cream though. She make 24 million ton over a year. That's all she does. And 80% are exported globally, especially China. So it's up to you. You got to do your research. But anyway, talking about Madrid, they have SEF grant up to 3 million per company. This is goes to all that's Muslim Bumi Putraja to everybody. So if you want to do specific research, market research, they will give you the grant in order to do the market research. So jangan orang kata tu with blind eyes masuk aja. Oh, just because don't follow the lambing in, in English. It says that orang tu jump into the guang gua you pun jump. Eh, apa benda ni aku jump. You know, you got to be clever and you got to research a bit more. Betul ke nak cosmetic ni? Apa you nak specialize and so and so forth. I know simplicity. They don't even have a factory, but they have all outsourced, mostly in Korea, meaning they use the OEM people to brand it, and they, but mm -hmm, because they are good at branding, and of course, Siti Nohaliza, Datu Siti Nohaliza is very beautiful, and she's also popular. So she used that, that advantage in order to market her things. So I'm, I know Zawara as well, and so and so, and Charms. Okay, Charm, I met the madam, and she mentioned to me she have about 1,000 agents, so the most is, is through direct selling. So marketing line, sourcing line, sumo line. Tapi, as Puan mentioned, the moment you have your own factory, every the all the supply chain must be halal. You must make sure. How you pernah jumpa halal gel? One of the supply chain at the end is from Vietnam. And suddenly, orang tu tak pas. Tak pas halal. So they said, oh, so they have to look for other supplier to supply for that, that one in order. And remember, the reason we do this project, so that's mean, bila you buat sesuatu, kalau you nak jakim halal, they must come from the 75 certification bodies and from jakim. So when you want to find the ingredient, blah, blah, so it's senang in the future, it's a big database. Today, we don't have the database. So that's the reason uh, why we created this. So that's, is this a big project, 10-year project? So anyway, I, I think uh, you mentioned cakap, apa nak apa, Memanglah, I tak ada satu jawapan. Susah tu nak cakap. So, halal is not enough. You cannot make that. It's only USP, kan? Apa dia? Sorry? Halal in halal itself is not enough. So, yeah. Wato, it's about the whole wato. business model. Yes. First of all, since you're talking about entrepreneurship today with Ministry of Entrepreneurship, like, I'm not trying to upset you, Awani. It takes a different animal to be an entrepreneur. 
Is it need a different uh, person to be introverted? You got to test that yourself. Puan Wani will mention that to you because the challenges is great. Ini nak mengandung ni, ini nak kahwin ni, ni anak dua tiga ekor ni ha. Macam mana nak pi opih ni ha? Orang tu ada. Lepas tu, you punya driver apa yang lori tu MC Puan. Orang tu dah apa dah marah. Tu apa kontainer nak pi dah ha? So dah bayar dah ni ha? Macam mana tu? Uh, you got to be the best organizer. You got to be firm when it's needed. I tu tanya pawani lagi. Competitive market ni. Uh, okay, okay. And then Sophia juga both entrepreneur in apa cosmetic and skincare. Okay, Cik Johari. So kalau lah tadi Puanamna dah cakap So macam OEM tu from overseas Tapi simplicity ada halal So macam mana tu How is it kalau OEM from outside of Malaysia So ha, Simplicity brand Tapi ingredient tu so macam mana uh, Jakim audit Pergi audit dekat overseas ke Or you just is it enough just to provide MSDS certificate which is um, Maknanya uh, Details of the ingredient Phytosanitary certificate tu dah cukup Untuk uh, jakim audit Dekat sini dan certify Atau macam mana because you know Nak nanti cost Lagi pula ke nak kalau nak hantar Officer jakim pergi overseas Macam mana tu okay, uh, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim terima kasih <laughs> Uh, sebelum saya pergi kepada jawapan uh, berkenaan dengan OEM di luar negara uh, Saya tertarik dengan uh, apa yang dinyatakan oleh panel sebelum ni Berkenaan dengan uh, non-Muslim pun memohon halal kan Yang ni saya nak bawa balik tuan-tuan tarik balik Kita rujuk kepada Al-Quran uh, Surah yang kedua uh, Ayat yang uh, 183 kalau tak silap saya Ya ayuhannas ya ayuhannas kulu mimma fil ardi halalan tayyibah. Wahai sekalian manusia, carilah makanlah kan daripada rezeki yang baik, halal lagi baik. Ada juga ayat-ayat menunjukkan wahai orang yang beriman ya ayuhallazina amanu eh di depan konsep konteks ayat tersebutlah eh ada lagi dekat kat depan tetapi ayat yang di dalam surah al-baqarah itu dijelaskan halal ni rupanya bukan bukan apa kata hanya untuk orang Islam sahaja eh. Maksudnya dalam konteks hari ini nak cerita ke Islam tu rahmatalil alamin kan untuk semua orang pun boleh boleh ada manfaatnya dan di sebalik halal itu pun ada manfaatnya kenapa uh, Allah Subhanahu taala memerintahkan kita mencari yang halal itu itu saja sebagai tambahan eh manakala dalam konteks uh, penjihalan di luar negara OEM dan sebagainya ataupun kita panggil uh, penghilangan luar negara eh uh, Sebenarnya soalan tu uh, sebelum saya masuk ke Majlis Halal Malaysia ni saya dulu uh, dah 13 tahun dekat Halal eh. Awalnya adalah membuka auditor dulu, eh. auditor saya lama auditor dekat 9 tahun eh. Dan salah satu company yang disebut tu saya salah seorang auditor yang terawal lah yang dihantar ke sana lah eh. uh. Kalau saya auditor tu saya tak sebut lah eh. tapi ni dah bukan saya buka auditor lagi kan <laughs> So saya boleh sebut lah benda ni eh. uh, Saya nak menceritakan tentang konsep eh, persediaan halal di luar negara ini sebenarnya kita memberikan uh, 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 kepada penghilangan kontrak eh. Syaratnya adalah sebegini tuan-tuan eh. uh, Tuan-tuan ingin mengeluarkan produk di luar negara eh. uh, Syaratnya uh, sebuah company itu perlu uh, entitinya di Malaysia lah dan kilangnya di luar negara eh. maksudnya boleh dimohon tetapi siji halal itu bukan diberikan kepada uh, kilang di luar negara tetapi pemohon yang ada di Malaysia eh. ataupun sekiranya kilang di luar negara itu ingin menggunakan logo halal Malaysia dia kena wujudkan satu entiti lah di Malaysia uh, wakil dia ke traders ke dan sebagainya eh, untuk dibangunkan ini sebenarnya untuk menjaga uh, industri di Malaysia juga sebenarnya industri kita terutamanya 
Yang mananya nak teroka di luar negara boleh uh, laksanakan uh, konsep-konsep sebegitulah eh. Kalau ada uh, rakan uh, JV dengan rakan strategik dan sebagainya di luar negara Itu adalah satu kaedah uh, Walau bagaimanapun uh, InsyaAllah uh, pada tahun ni kita uh, mulakan untuk uh, membuka direct application pun eh, Daripada luar negara sana Uh, mereka juga boleh memohon uh, CJ Halal secara direct sebelum ni Tak boleh eh, secara langsung eh, Kena ada entiti di, di sini Tetapi dengan uh, kata, uh, uh, Requirement-requirement yang berbeza lah, eh. Ada syarat-syarat tertentu Fee-fee yang tertentu eh, Yang berbeza dan sebagainya eh. uh, Dalam konteks ni uh, memang, memang boleh eh. Maksudnya ada di situ uh, Yang kita berikan uh, CJ Halal Dan yurannya untuk company-company yang saya sebutkan tadi uh, Uh, OEM uh, ataupun uh, penghilangan uh, kontrak di luar negara tadi uh, kosnya sebanyak uh, saya kena sebut kan sebab berkaitan dengan isu kos uh, 2100 lah eh. kalau Southeast Asia region ni uh, 2100 ringgit Malaysia eh. tetapi kalau yang di luar uh, Asia Asia ni uh, 2100 US dollar lah uh, yang tu kos yang di samping uh, pengangkutan dan juga penginapan lah eh. uh, di situ perlu biasanya audit uh, sehari saja tetapi perjalanan tu sehari atau Perjalanan punan sehari Nombor tiga hari sebegitulah eh, Yang yang diperlukan Tapi nak ceritanya Bukan kita endorse by document eh, Bukan documentation Tetapi kita akan pergi ke sana Untuk melihat Sama saja Kalau kilang di sini Kita audit From receiving raw material Until finish good eh, The documentation eh, Kena ada buat audit Audit lapangan Di sana pun sama kita akan audit dokumen, kita audit lapangan uh, Seterusnya Baru kita balik sediakan laporan eh, Untuk untuk dibentangkan di dalam panel uh, Konsepnya sama saja Oh, okay, okay. Terima kasih So maknanya kita punya officer sendiri Kena pergi ke sana yeah, Tapi bagaimana pula kalau uh, Diorang I mean certified by Hakim Macam contohnya Halal Indonesia Halal uh, Indonesia Jakim take uh, ni tak? Okay dia, dia ada dua isu Okey, dia ada dua isu di sini. Satu uh, yang member, yang menggunakan sej nak menggunakan sej halal Malaysia. Yang tu uh, dia punya inisiatif lah, ini voluntary. Boleh kita berikan persijilan dengan syarat sajalah ada entiti di Malaysia. Tetapi untuk uh, logo-logo halal di luar negara yang yang menggunakan apa uh, sijil badan persijilan halal yang diiktiraf saja yang boleh masuk ke Malaysia lah. Sebab tu dia digovern by APD, Akta Perdagangan di bawah perintah Uh, perintah perhadagangan itulah Di bawah uh, perakuan dan penandaan halal uh, 2011 uh, Yang tu kebiasaannya macam saya katalah eh. Uh, industri di luar sana dia nak logo Jakim sebenarnya Sorry logo Malaysia eh, Halal Malaysia uh, Logo Halal Malaysia eh. uh, Dia nak menggunakan logo Halal kita as a Mungkin marketing tools lah eh. Yang tu yang saya diberitahu di, di ataupun uh, mendapat input Dan kita bukalah peluang-peluang sebegitu Untuk diberikan persijilan Tapi dengan syarat-syarat yang tertentu eh. uh, Tapi yang guna logo Halal luar negara yang diiktiraf uh, Boleh digunakan lah Okey kejap Puan Amna ada satu soalan Tuan Cik Jai <laughs> Uh, I just want to clarify not no apa sebab ya boleh guna OEM punya orang ya yeah? uh, tapi uh, bila awak ada brand awak katalah simplicity punya brand you also have to apply correct yes and you punya OEM pun mesti pass atau dalam lingkungan yang 75 certification bodies yang Jakim dah sahkan tu tadi anda kalau di Taiwan mesti by tida for mm. example so you also the reason i thought this because there are many people who did it wrongly they came to see me and i said sign up jacket i have a new product panggillah the sun ke yeah and then this are, i use oem i want to get halal when we check the oem company they're not certified within the 75 certification body ha dah salah mm. okay so you must choose your oem well. coming from 
orang yang dah diiktiraf oleh Jakim. I like to say something. Jakim is the oldest certification body with standard in the world today. Mm-hmm. It is 51 years old. The number two is Indonesia, yeah. something that you must be proud of. Yeah. Okay? And we have today 13 global standard, which is approved by the Global Standard Office. We have here the Standard Office and the Ministry of Science. And soon we will be 14, which is medical devices. What I'm trying to say to you is that everything is done properly, as Panwani cakap tadi. And everybody wants Jakim Halal because uh, it is uh, recognized in over 240 countries globally. So, tapi kita tak certify restaurant, ya? Yeah? So, jalo di Taiwan tu tidak, tu lah buat. Okay? Tapi unfortunately, let me tell you, politics is politics. So when you go to Indonesia, Indonesia government cakap, heh, apa barang masuk? Mesti ada Jakim, uh, mesti Mu'i punya, dia punya logo. So now kita tengah bercakap dengan Indonesia, boleh tak kita badi-badi? Boleh, ah kita pun dah sama ni ha? Kalau apa, mudah percepatkan aja daripada nak re-audit balik hmm. awak punya barang. Ha, itu tujuannya. In fact, about four years ago or three years ago, Jakim, Indonesia, uh, Brunei and Singapore form partnerships or cooperation is called MABIMS. And this MABIM is still negotiating with each other macam mana to cut the trade barrier. Yeah? So to cut the, so senang barang dia nak hantar sini pun macam mana tak payah nak re-audit balik macam tu and and so so I thought I I give that yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, we will open the questions to the floor. Ada siapa-siapa nak tanya soalan dekat kita punya panel-panel today? You can just raise up your hand and then um, my colleague will uh, apa, give the mic to you. Questions? Okay, one question here. Uh, you can uh, tell us your name, uh, where you're from, and uh, who you want to ask the, your question to. Test, test. Hi, uh, my name is Lokman. I'm from Solid Cosmetic. Um, nak tanya kepada Puan Amna. <laughs> so, uh, tadi you cakap pasal you punya app, right? Does the app akan tolong kita verify whether kita, uh, our supplier outside of Malaysia is halal verified? If they claim they're halal. Good question. So for the first time, that's why kita dengan Jakim, right? What masa sekarang, 95% of the certification body 75 tu, semua manual, 100% manual. So jadi kita bagi dia since November a system, a CB system, and put all their data into the system. So we will soon be meta tagging all the 20, kita try lah, pilot dulu, sebab ada 75 kan? So kita bagi dia free system, dia boleh renew dia punya member. I give you Taiwan. Taiwan ada 700 company. So selama ni dia pun manual because semuanya yang lari daripada China, Xinjiang and dia buat masjid. They are non-profit people. Dia dah buat 35 tahun di Taiwan. So we give them the system, they are very happy. They can renew their member through online. I will tag it and all the product now we are putting into the system. We have 700 countries now, uh, companies now into the system and of course, I don't know how many thousand SKU. In Philippines, We also be doing it with the uh, IDCP, uh, the Philippines, the largest one. They have 6,000 companies. And that's why, if, to, to answer your question, inshallah, that's why now we are getting all that. So that's the idea. So the moment you are not halal, it dropped from the system. I tak boleh cakap haram. Okay, so, I, but the idea is also to put the image. In Malaysia, uh, that the Secretary General baru announced 
KPDMKK yang now panggil bukan KPDMKK uh, is the apa ada uh, tiga bulan jail ke satu tahun jail lima juta penalty kalau you tak halal you jaga halal and if you carry Malaysia uh, logo di luar ikade apa it will be the same in fact we'll be signing with Interpol the global and inta inta international trademark by april insyaallah siapa yang apa dia tak boleh orang kata pakai taruk aja because people now know that kita punya logo cute kita punya logo famous so dia buat barang ni dia taruk aja eh mana boleh nak Uh, so benda ni so to answer your question inshallah that's what we're heading to so next time you nak uh, supplier from vietnam you boleh tahu apa ingredient we were did we are actually big data company that's what we're trying to say okay any other questions satu okay one here this is for encik jahari um, my name is ekaterina irham i'm from slime Bice malaysia foundation and the agency university malaysia um saya nak tanya <coughs> Sekarang ni, Jakim ada harmonisation tak dengan the countries around the world? Saya katakan, um, somebody wants to be halal certified in Korea. Does Korea accept Malaysia's halal logo? Or do they have to be re-audited in Korea contohnya? Okay. Uh, satu saja soalan. Okay. Yeah, I think more of okay. the ASEAN oh, harmonisation. Yeah. Ada policy itu actually. I'm not uh, so sure if it's still... Okey uh, untuk makluman semua uh, antara yang istimewanya Malaysia ni uh, dari sudut pesih halal panel yang panel yang lain juga ada menyebut bahawa diiktiraf eh sebenarnya antara keistimewaannya pesih halal ni dilakukan oleh agensi kerajaan jadi kita ni tak ada macam kata satu uh, apa orang kata tekanan ataupun sebagainya kan eh, daripada mana-mana pihak jadi apa yang kita persijilkan itu insya-Allah benar-benar mengikuti piawaian sebagaimana yang ditetapkan Okey untuk uh, sebab itulah kita menjalankan bukan menjalankanlah terdapat luar negara sana yang uh, NGOs ataupun uh, private sector ataupun yang menjalankan persediaan halal uh, NGOs ataupun uh, bodies lah yang di luar negara cuba untuk mendapatkan pengiktirafan daripada Malaysia daripada Jakim lah uh, untuk mengiktiraf mereka sebagai badan Islam dan bernaung di bawah Jakim lah senang cerita eh. sebagai badan persediaan yang diiktiraf dan daripada situlah kita ada harmonisation tadi eh. Ha, maksudnya dari sudut standardnya perlu selari ataupun selaras dengan uh, Malaysia punya lah eh, standard eh. ha, sebab kita tahu standard Malaysia itu uh, yang ada beberapa standard itu memang diterima pakai dan diiktiraf eh, uh, oleh mana-mana negara lah yang yang apa yang menggunakan standard tersebut dari sudut harmonisation uh, ni eh, kadang-kadang isunya uh, dari sudut badan persijilan halal itu pada saya tak ada isu eh, sebab kita mengiktiraf uh, mereka mereka mengiktiraf kita tetapi certain uh, Uh, apa um, regulation sesebuah negara yang uh, mempunyai uh, sebagai contoh di Indonesia lah eh. dia, sekarang dia orang tengah uh, uh, menambah baiklah sistem dia mempunyai uh, peraturan-peraturan yang tertentu eh, dari sudut penggunaan logo dan sebagainya di situ uh, lebih kepada uh, undang-undang uh, domestik yang ada di sana yang perlu perlu di diperhalusi manakala dari sudut badan persijilan halal pada saya uh, itu bukan satu isu yang uh, memang ada juga isu dari sudut mungkin pandangan uh, fatwa mazhab dan sebagainya tetapi kita satukan di sudut penggunaan uh, standard tadi standard yang yang sama ataupun hampir sama di situ uh, di sini uh, kita pun ada platform 
uh, dalam konteks uh, apa kata uh, harmonization tadi kalau di peringkat uh, persijahlah di seluruh dunia yang ada 75 daripada 43 buah negara Uh, setiap tahun kita setiap tahun kita adakan uh, certification body convention. Kalau sebelum ni uh, kita laksanakan secara tertutup. Sekarang ni untuk certification body convention mana-mana industri pun boleh uh, mengikuti. Uh, mungkin saya boleh sebutkanlah uh, kemungkinan besar akan di uh, apa uh, Global Halal Summit 2019 akan diadakan uh, daripada 1 hingga 3. Yang tu uh, badan-badan pesedia halal daripada luar negara akan berkampung di Malaysia ha, di situ platform penyerasan tadi kalau ada isu kita cuba selesaikan ha, di situlah ha, mungkin ada banyak masalah kan ha, tapi kita akan cuba selesaikan dari semasa ke semasa begitu saja untuk uh, maklum balas okey puan amna akan menambah sikit i'm i'm i'm, I'm actually kawan jakim <laughs> i'm that yeah you know i really congratulate jakim for the first time in 51 years 50 years last year in 2018 They have all this certification body. They never come up with a council. So the first time they created IHAP, International Halal Authority Board. And who's the chairman? Malaysia. So for the first time, we'll be inviting. We'll be first to 3rd of April at MyTech. So for the first time, we're doing all these things in order to educate people. And at the same time, my project is big actually. So we are going to open an office for Jakim. It's called Srunai lah, Verifah Halal Suma. Now we are in Beijing. We are also in Taiwan. We're going to open 10 to 20 offices globally because up to date, Kesian Jakim, dia satu office pun tak ada kat luar negara. Sorry. Eh. So, so I ni punya tugas, I nak buka di Korea, di Japan and everything. Tujuannya, siapa company untuk restoran tu tak nak lah. Dia, dia, aku pun tak minat. You know? So, kalau di Taiwan tu, dia ada 700 company. South Africa have seven certification bodies. Only two are recognized by Jakim. One of them are 2,000 members. And the other one is about 700 members. This is South Africa. So, by so what I'm trying is that so we will open an office in all these places. So, kalau orang tu nak jakim halal untuk export, not for domestic work, then we will assist that. So, I am now need to recruit halal advisor, halal halal consultant, and so on and so forth. So, if you want to be in China, Taiwan, Korea, Germany. Come to see me if you are the halal executive. Because the moment you are halal, you must have your HAS punya halal committee. Uh, this one you should tanya ni dan orang-orang ni how difficult it is to maintain or how in order to get their halal. Okay, uh, we're going to open to another one or two questions and then we're going to go for closing. Okay, Mama. Assalamualaikum and have a very good uh, morning. I'm Nurizati Sahira from Polytechnic Sultan Salahuddin Abdul Aziz Shah. Okay, as we know, um, for now, uh, bukan sekadar produk halal juga uh, popular, tetapi juga dikaitkan bersama produk Mesra Alam, eh, Mesra Suci, makan saya, dan Mesra Uduk. Uh, as we know, skin, it absorbs whatever we put on it, and so what we apply on our largest organ, on our body, is just as important as what we put inside. 
it's all halal cosmetics products are wudu friendly and how can we associate with that so your question is perhaps to Puan Mawarni dengan uh, yes. Cik Hemi lah kot ok so you can uh, perhaps for cosmetic uh, Miss Hemi and then mungkin uh, apa Puan Mawarni boleh terangkan tentang skincare pula Uh, actually, the the I question is is it like wudu? Uh, is all is it wudu friendly? Does halal mean wudu friendly juga? Does halal mean wudu halal friendly? product? Does that mean that is also wudu friendly? Because sometimes it's both are associated together. Okay, I uh, I think that's a uh, it's actually quite misleading. Okay, uh, from my discussion dengan Jakim before, uh, actually Jakim tak 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 bagi kita promote uh, produk halal sebagai mesra wuduk because uh, okay kalau you ambil a slab of anything lah macam gel ke macam lipstick for example eh, you letak kat bibir ada something kat atas bibir you selaput something right so if you ambil wuduk air tu boleh ke kena your skin actually scientifically dia tak dia tak dia tak go through So that means your eye wuduk tu tak kena your skin. Betul tak? But uh, at the same time there is also this uh, confusion tau apa maksud wuduk friendly. Uh, from my experience lah. One is wuduk friendly maksudnya bila you pakai produk tu, bila you ambil wuduk, wuduk you sah. Tu satu maksud wuduk friendly. The other wuduk friendly pula is that senang tanggal supaya you senang ambil wuduk. So which one are you referring to actually? Yang senang I think cabut. also it's about marketing jugalah kadang-kadang huh? kan. Hmm. Mesra suci. suci. Itu Mesra term suci. ada juga sekarang. Ada ke sekarang? Apparently. <laughs> I selalu dengar mesra wuduk dan mesra solat lah. Uh, so mesra suci ni macam mana pula? Easier to remove uh, the second one that you were mentioning. For colour cosmetics, uh, I mean generally any kind of colour cosmetic, if you remove, you remove lah. Betul tak? So then there is no issue lah in that sense. So Lagi I, satu, uh, tak tahulah nak cakap tanpa was-was kan tak? Kalau kita was-was tu, baik tak payahlah kot kan? Uh, okay. okay, maybe <laughs> next, uh, Puan Mawani pula. Untuk skincare, skincare ni serap. Serap tu kena dah juga skin, so maybe boleh explain. Kalau lah skincare tu serap, dia dah masuk ke bawah lapisan bawah. So tak ada lapisan ke atas dah. Kalau pakai krim, for example, kalau krim moisturizer, dia dah serap ke bawah dah. Dia takkan ada lapisan ke atas kalau moisturizer. Itu moisturizer biasa. Tapi kalau, because you want a moisturizer to be absorbed into your skin, you don't want the moisturizer to be up in front there. Unless the moisturizer has an SPF. Kalau ada SPF, biasanya sun protection factor ni adalah, dia kata, melindungi untuk sinaran UVB. Maksudnya buat kulit kita gelap. Kalau dia tambah PA++++, maknanya dia ada perlindungan untuk UVA yang sinaran yang turun ke bawah bawah kulit dan biasanya menyebabkan jeragat. Jadi bila kita ada sunscreen, mana-mana krim yang ada sun protection factor, biasanya dia akan ada dua jenis perlindungan. Satu perlindungan kimia. Sorry, tak berapa selesa. Oh, sorry. Minta maaf. Belakang kat sini je. So, biasa. Dia ada physical sunscreen dan dia ada chemical sunscreen. Jadi, kalau yang chemical sunscreen tu will react, will be absorbed by your skin to a certain extent, layer bawah, and then dia akan lantun balik 
terutamanya uh, UVA yang nak masuk ke bawah dia akan lantun balik supaya melindungi sel-sel kita daripada dirosakkan uh, oleh uh, sinaran UVA menyebabkan um, pengeluaran melanin itu akan uh, terganggu bukan masa muda-muda tablet tua akan keluar nanti. So tapi kalau ada titanium dioxide yang biasa orang guna atau zinc oxide yang tu memang akan berada di layer di luar. sebab it's supposed to be a physical sunscreen. Sunscreen that stops UVB from hitting your skin. So akan memang nampak kalau certain good sunscreen dia akan nampak slightly cerah putih. Bila kita letak ah ni kita pakai bedak tu nampak macam tak pakai makeup pun tak apa. Nampak macam kemas tau. Jadi bila nak solat, memang kena basuh dengan makeup remover. Some, kalau was-was, basuh makeup remover, lepas itu basuh dengan cleanser. Ada certain cleansers yang boleh cairkan kimia. Bukan semua cleanser boleh cairkan kimia. Certain cleansers, they react with oil and dirt. Okay, oil and dirt is not chemical. So masa kata macam kita basuh, uh, you use your cleanser, you cannot get uh, you cannot get all the eyeshadow out or the lipstick out. Sometimes it doesn't work that way because they dissolve oil and dirt. Kalau because lipstick uh, and eyeshadow is chemical, so you need something that would dissolve the chemicals, solvent. Uh, solvent tu biasa yang kita dapat dalam makeup remover. Saya tak pastilah masalah water ke tak masalah water ke, tapi you have to test out. Uh, which makeup remover is friendly, uh, efficient and then uh, senang basuh semua and then basuh dengan uh, uh, dengan cleanser and then terus okey. Uh, InsyaAllah ambil solat, ambil ambil semayang. Kalaulah uh, kata mesra suci, maknanya dia tak ada SPF, it's a moisturizer. Kalau dia kata ada SPF, cari titanium. Ada uh, usai, cari zinc oxide, cari methyl cyanamide, cari what we call chemical sunscreen or physical sunscreen. Mm -hmm. You got to look for it. There are many claims out there. Nobody uh, basically, uh, nobody really challenges orang yang kata SPF. Okay, um, okay company macam saya je, pergi hantar ratus-ratus ribu, apa ada puluh-puluh ribu, ribu-ribu uh, bayar untuk test. Uh, okay, so orang tanya, ha, kami ada. Mm -hmm. uh, that is because the principle that I hold by when you say something, that is the principle of halal. When you do business, mm -hmm. apa yang kita kata kita kota, apa kita janji kita buat. Kalau kita salah kita mengaku. Mm -hmm. So mesra suci, moisturizer only. Uh, if you want to use a cleanser, yang cleanser yang mesra suci, and then you got to test whether that cleanser really works for all the um, makeup that you put on. Maknanya, you basuh dengan cleanser tu, lepas tu you ambil makeup remover, basuh sekali lagi satu round. Kalau ada lagi tu tanda ada lagi lah. Oh. Taklah masa suci. Okey, terima kasih Puan Marni atas explanation tu. Jadi, halal produk halal tak semestinya masa suci atau masa wuduk. Tapi, mungkin um, bolehlah Encik Johari tambah sedikit. Adakah kalau produk-produk tu dia orang claim dia orang mesra wuduk atau masa suci, is it governed by anybody ke? Ada uh, apa? Um, ada jakim kira ada endorse ke apa-apa ke tak? Masih yang bertanya eh. uh, Saya boleh bagi feedback sedikit lah, eh, Berkenaan dengan uh, sijil pengesahan halal Jadi secara, secara asasnya tu uh, Dari sudut konteks persijilan halal itu Sebenarnya dia uh, lebih kepada Dari sudut sumber bahan itu sendirilah eh. uh, Manakala klaim-klaim tu Pada saya mungkin untuk persijilan memang tak ada lah Persijilan suci memang tak ada <laughs> Walaupun uh, kalau, gitu, uh, kalau diikutkan memang ada hasratnya Di pihak jakim nak buat uh, persijilan suci sebagai contoh, ni contoh lah kan eh? untuk uh, pinggan mangkuk ke uh, makanan haiwan, baja dan sebagainya eh? 
Ha, tetapi kita lebih uh, mengekalkan eh, persediaan halal Cuma mungkin dibuka kepada skim-skim yang berbeza-beza lah uh, uh, Sebagai contoh juga, sebagai contoh dalam konteks persediaan halal tu Dia tidak semestinya syariah compliance uh, Tapi kalau ada syariah compliance tu dalam tu, uh, dah ada Itu lagi baik lah kan eh. Cuma dari sudut ruang lingkup persediaan halal ni adalah konteks uh, sumber bahan itu Ah, yang ni nak mohon halal kan? Kena baca dulu standard tu. Faham apa itu halal? Kalau halal kosmetik, dia ada tujuh skim sekarang ni. Persijian halal. Premis, uh, produk, kosmetik, pharmaceutical, logistik, uh, uh, rumah sembelihan. Eh, uh, uh, apa yang kata dan pelbagai lah. Eh, ada tujuh semua. Dan saya nak menceritakan di sini, ada apa yang kata terminologinya masing-masing di situ. Uh, sebab itu dalam konteks uh, uh, kosmetik ini kita tengok takrifannya dan di ruang lingkup mana dia sudut persijilan. Maksudnya kalau di dalam persijilan halal sama ada mesra wuduk dan sebagainya, sumber bahan itu adalah bahan yang halal, maka kita boleh persijilkanlah. Ha, bukan menjadi satu persoalanlah di situ eh. Ha. Okey, terima kasih Encik Jari. Perhaps uh, soalan terakhir sebelum kita okey, sebelum kita buat penutup. Okay, Untuk Encik Johari, boleh ke kita claim kita halal? If manufacturer kita halal but kita tak ada cert Okay Soalan yang bagus juga eh. Saya terus kepada uh, Akta perintah apa Akta perihadagangan di bawah perintah Sebelum saya terangkan Dia ada dua situ Satu takrif halal Bila kita sebut takrif halal Apa-apa jua representasi Biasanya representasi kita letak pada premis dan sebagainya Halal tetapi tidak diberikan persediaan halal Oleh Siapa? Uh, Jakim ni di uh, apa di apa berdasarkan pada akta perhadangan adalah merupakan uh, pihak berkuasa berwibawa. Jakim dan Jabat Majlis Agama Islam Negeri yang menjalankan persidangan Jabatan Agama Islam Negeri adalah merupakan pihak berkuasa berwibawa dalam persidangan halal. Ini bermakna mana-mana syarikat ataupun uh, mana-mana individu lah biasa jadi dua, satu syarikat atau individulah yang ingin uh, apa menggunakan uh, logo halal ataupun perbahasaan berkaitan halal perlu mendapat pen- Pengesahan daripada pihak jakim ataupun jabatan agama Islam negeri. Maksudnya nak tak nak kita tak boleh sebab kita termaktub di dalam uh, perintah satu untuk tarif tarif ni representasi uh, apa juga kalau di premis tu kita tunjukkan lah eh. contohnya pakai kopiah letak ayat Quran itu memang termasuk dalam representasi halal. Yang kedua uh, Perakuan dan penandaan Bila kita letakkan logo halal Sama ada logo halal jakim Tapi tak dipersediakan Boleh dikenakan di bawah akta perhadagangan tersebut Okay. Ah, okay. Ada sedikit tambahan daripada pemahaman Semua CJ Halal memang ada nombor Jadi uh, bila guna logo halal Memang kena tertera Bawah tu nombor CJ Halal Nombor siri dia You have to use it uh, Jadi kalau tak ada uh, nombor siri Itu uh, tanda Itu uh, bukan CJ uh, uh, Halal uh, Logo halal yang lengkap Bukan salah tapi tak lengkap Dan boleh, di, boleh ditanya oleh BBFK dan juga oleh uh, Jakim BBFK adalah um, badan uh, penguatkuasaan uh, kosmetik uh, Farmasi dan kosmetik negara okay, Agensi dia Jadi um, yang sebagai pengusaha kosmetik dia ada dua Orang yang mengeluarkan kosmetik OEM, manufacturer Dia kena ada sejarah halal untuk kilang dia Sebagai pemilik jenama tersebut Kita kena mohon sejarah halal juga Jadi sejarah halal yang kita letak di produk kita Adalah sejarah halal pemilik jenama 
Okay. So, yang di, uh, yang OEM tersebut uh, mereka akan guna sejahalan mereka uh, untuk menunjukkan bahawa mereka mengeluarkan produk yang diiktiraf halal. They have to register all your products first. Notifikasi dengan uh, Kementerian Kesihatan dahulu, BBFK dahulu. Lepas yang tu semua dokumentasi lepas baru kita sebagai pemilik jenama mohon second round guna dokumentasi yang sama. Bila tidak ada perbezaan dokumentasi tersebut akan mengambil masa daripada sebulan hingga dua bulan berdasarkan tak semestinya piagam sahaja piagam adalah guideline. So um, bukan nak kata mesti 30 30, 30 hari uh, jakim. Ada mungkin ada persoalan lain nak datang audit sekali lagi ke nak tengok syarikat tu exist atau tidak. Jadi uh, uh, so biasanya dua-dua kena minta. Jadi bila lepas kita dapat sijil halal yang yang kedua, uh, barulah kita boleh letak sijil logo sijil halal tersebut logo halal dengan nombor sijil di bawah dalam semua produk kita. Okay, so you have to have a very good designer who knows how to put that clearly. So, insyaAllah rasanya saya harap nak tambah sikit tadi daripada pengalaman saya sendiri. Okey, terima kasih Pak Warni. Nampaknya kita boleh apa ambil satu lagi soalan terakhir. Uh, Assalamualaikum. My name is Nora. I'm from Giatmara Bandar Tun Razak. I'm here with some of my uh, classmates. So, uh, thank you to all panelists for sharing so much on the hala uh, technical side. You know? My question is perhaps to uh, Miss Sofina or Puan Mawarni. Perhaps you could share with us um, one tips on being a responsible entrepreneur if you want to do a cosmetic business. I think. Um, the question is how to be a apa, responsible uh, entrepreneur. Looking at the landscape sekarang kan semua orang is budding, it's like mushroom. Semua nak buat kosmetik, kosmetik. Tapi quality ke tak, it's different. Semua nak jadi, you know, product punya uh, social media influencer, so to say. <laughs> That's just my nilai. Um, tapi betul, because um, I think the the halal punya tagging ni is uh, making a lot of money because dia ada macam it's a marketing pulling factor kan for a lot of products so I mean even in my experience uh, masa I started uh, Sofina pun uh, we have brand competitors yang um, yang claim to be halal uh, but maybe they are not halal certified okay from uh, macam kita our brand memang kita start Bukan kita tiba-tiba bangun satu hari, eh, saya nak buat lipstick lah hari ni. Tak ada tau. Dia memang, it came market market to lab. Maksudnya, the need is coming from this rising demand in uh, cosmetic, uh, halal cosmetic. So, we see an opportunity there, right? And then, because we have this foundation of healthcare and pharmaceutical background, we are we have the facilities to do our own research and then kita tahu what is uh, dangerous ke, tak, yang safe ke. So, kita deal a lot with BPFK because we, we DNA Biosciences is a parent company, we import vaccines actually from Cuba. So we know the BPFK punya regulation how to register products. So even to the highest level of drugs, drugs as in legal drugs lah. So bila cosmetic ni is actually the simplest. So kita tahu macam mana nak uh, apa requirement untuk uh, sesuatu produk tu untuk diberi kelulusan daripada BPFK. So kalau you, you want to go into cosmetics, uh, halal cosmetics, 
macam Puan uh, Mawani cakap, first you must get the BPFK punya uh, uh, pengesahan BPFK lah for your product uh, certification, notification panggil NOT kan. Okay. So kalau drugs dia MAL macam tu lah. So dia ada dia punya, uh, dia punya uh, classification. So to be responsible, you must know what is going into your product. Macam a lot of uh, products kan, they claim dia halal tapi dia ada barang-barang, I mean ingredients yang not necessarily halal per se. Like technically memang I mean Jakim knows lah the the ingredients that make it halal or not. So macam for example dalam uh, color cosmetic ada uh, what do you call it? Uh, macam minyak. Uh -huh. Okay, it's questionable. Minyak tu dari plant yeah, ke, daripada like porcelain ke, or you know. So these things when you go through the BPFK, it will tell you, kan? So then therefore you can go to the next level with Jakim certification. Tapi kalau you sendiri as an entrepreneur, tak even tahu pun apa dalam you punya uh, formulation or ingredient, you pergi ambil daripada OEM, OEM cakap, nah, this is the MOQ. Then you pun nak buat halal business kononnya. Then you tak tahu tau proses dia macam mana, you, 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 macam you dah ada produk, betul tiba-tiba you nak buat halal. Then you pergi cakap, eh, actually you don't meet the requirement. So, there's so many things that actually you need to know dari awal. Don't even start until you have all the maximum information that you can get. So, macam I cakap, even though DNA Biosensors has been a while, tapi Sofina Health Cosmetic baru. Okay. So, masa kita nak start the brand, nak start the product, Kena tahu apa requirement Jakim first. Then we we go backwards lah. So I I the preparation one of the question you was gonna ask me is that uh, did we decide to take Jakim once we already launched? No, we launched with Jakim already being applied. And to further strengthen Jakim memang actually efficient. Ramai orang cakap susah nak dapat Jakim. I tell you we got it in six months. We follow normal process. Kita tak guna any consultant ke, you know, yang adalah yang kita dengar kena bayar extra to expedite things tak ada. We went through A to Z six months. We got all our products. Termasuk R&D lah maknanya lah kan. Yeah. So because tadi nanti kan dia cakap, eh enam bulan tadi sebulan kan. So ni uh, the whole uh, process eh, the uh, whole process enam bulan. So just to clarify. Yelah ada waiting time juga kan because orang pun giliran. Uh, yes. Okay. But okay, then okay. Uh, so cik cakap Jakim sekarang dah expedite tu maybe recently kot. Yang 30 days tu. Mm, okay perhaps. Okay and then perhaps Puan Mawar ni boleh tambah sikit macam how to be responsible. Macam Puan Mawar ni pun sendiri pun I tengok you know all the in, uh, macam the ingredient tu even though like you know uh, maybe perhaps you, sometimes there people can be like, macam I, but I'm not a chemist. I tak tahu ni like what is paraben, what is all these things. So should I know so can I know is it too much information ah uh, macam ni. Encik Johari risau tadi kata 6 bulan. It's a new, uh, new lah, product, product, I, product, new launch. I pun kawan Encik Johari, kena tolong dia clarify. <laughs> new launch, new launch. ya. Encik Jo, Encik uh, Johari, yeah, new launch. New, 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 new launch, new series. Uh, so, uh, yang dari segi how to be a responsible uh, entrepreneur, be a responsible person. If you are a responsible person, first, you know your, uh, you know uh, exactly what Sufina kata, uh, uh, kata tadi, is you know what goes inside your products 
you work with your um, entre, uh, your manufacturer closely uh, and then you don't take their word for it uh, jangan terima je apa dia orang kata kalau dia kata ada SPF saya minta test testing tadi tu untuk SPF ni datang daripada manufacturer bukan datang daripada kita bukan kita yang buat uh, tapi mungkin kos termasuklah dengan apa yang kita kena bayar so uh, yang paling penting be a responsible person and learn if you want to go into cosmetics business you want to go uh, nak masuk halal be a halal executive first Okay, learn from manufacturers, go and work with them, find out how they do things. Okay, how are things manufactured? And then only when you learn first, dah tahu, uh, only then you go into uh, being an entrepreneur. This is from my perspective, personally. Uh, and to say that you need the background in chemistry, uh, my background is English education, English literature, HR, uh, yeah. English literature and HR. So now uh, I've been in the business for now, uh, what, uh, eight years now, going to my eighth year, uh, uh, taking over the brand Cosmodem and for it going from a normal brand um, in independent pharmacies only to uh, all of Watson's, all of Guardian, all of Caring, all of AM Wellness, wellness as well as 3,000, uh, about 2,000 independent pharmacies altogether. And I learned, memanglah bodoh pun kat mula-mula. Kena tanya orang. Tanya your manufacturer yang pegang dia betul-betul. Uh, kalau you nak manufacture, my experience is kalau you manufacture, you manufacture aja. You jangan market. You market what you manufacture to another business. But you don't market directly to customers. Manufacturers focus on manufacturing. Marketeers focus on marketing. So if you nak cari antara kalau macam kat sini kawan-kawan kat Politeknik, kalau you nak start, start dengan a small business. Seorang yang cari sumber buat tudung, kata macam buat tudung kan. Atau macam makanan halal. Uh, Um, sambal ikan bilis yang sedap Susah nak cari tau Sambal ikan bilis yang sedap uh, Yang halal certified Dengan yang terus rangup Seorang mak dia pandai buat okay. So you market Ni your friend jaga uh, quality Okay And then jaga quality Make sure halal certified apa Macam barang yang daripada asal tu semua halal Yang beli yang bersih apa semua elok uh, And then you market uh, You pandai market you market Kalau you nak buat dua-dua One leg kick all Orang Cina kata tu Satu kaki tendang semua you know. Letih dengan kadang-kadang Ada benda yang lari Ada kadang benda yang tak efektif Okay So Be irresponsible person Pegang amanah tu Sebagai seorang yang bertanggungjawab And then uh, doa Minta berkat Minta ilmu Minta kawan-kawan yang baik Minta mentor yang baik uh, Dan minta rezeki Untuk nak buka uh, uh, Nak senang dapat dana You do all that Uh, and when you do halal, it doesn't really matter whether you're Muslim or you're not Muslim, but when you do halal, you must always berpegang kepada amanah kita, kepada Allah SWT dan kepada orang yang menerima barang kita, produk kita. If we do that, and then people won't say, I'm a Muslim entrepreneur, but as a Muslim entrepreneur, when your product has got things in there, that can be halal certified, but it's harmful to the skin. Okay? And then there's something wrong there. Hmm. Orang bukan Islam akan lihat kita orang Islam sebagai, eh, apa ya dia? Apa hal dia all ni? Sibuk-sibuk untuk halal untuk makan. Tapi barang yang letak dalam produk tu adalah barang yang boleh merosakkan kulit orang. Ban in two countries, contohnya. Okay? Hmm. 
Jawapan okay. panjang ya. Eh. Ah, terima kasih Puan Tapi betul tu. So you know you want to sell halal, tapi uh, kita sebagai Muslim ourselves say kalau kena kena ada that sort of responsibility lah. So kita we have come to the end of our session. So before kita buat closing tu, perhaps we start um, daripada Encik Juari sampailah Puan ni some uh, closing remark. Uh, apa kata-kata terakhir perhaps Cik Juari pun boleh uh, cakap sekali lah mungkin confusion sebulan dengan enam bulan tu uh, sebagai closing uh, dan kita akan dan kita akan uh, saya akan pas mula kepada rakan uh, kelik saya. Okey terima kasih uh, saya rasa tak confused lah kalau tuan-tuan dengar penjelasan saya di awal tadi 30 hari selepas bayaran kan. Tiga-tiga <laughs> hari selepas bayaran Maksudnya isu-isu uh, Sebab itulah pemohon itu perlu bersedia lah Senang cerita Persediaan awal perlu eh? uh, You nak buat uh, persediaan tu memanglah eh? Dari sudut dokumentasi dan sebagainya Once the documentation ready uh, You go for certification uh, Kalau hantar terus memanglah dia akan apa tu mengambil masa yang panjang kalau uh, sebab tu hanya dokumen yang lengkap kita akan proses uh, saya, saya, saya boleh cerita sebegitulah eh. dokumen yang lengkap baru kita proses eh, dan dibuat pembayaran sebagainya dan dari sudut um, uh, mewakili eh, uh, jakim sendiri uh, um, dalam konteks um, apa kata usahawan dan sebagainya ini pihak kami sentiasa terbuka lah eh, untuk mana-mana industri yang ingin eh, mendapatkan sijil pengesahan halal bukan saja Jakim, eh, Jabatan Kesulatan Negeri pun eh, tuan-tuan datang saja ke, ke Jakim sekiranya eh, mempunyai isu dan sebagainya dan jangan didengarlah cerita-cerita daripada luar Jakim mahal ke kos-kos atas Jakim pun minta kos atas apa, kos dan sebagainya itu tidak eh. sebab itu yang dinyatakan berdasarkan yuran dan sebagainya itulah apa yang kita apa, berikan eh, dan servis kepada pihak tuan-tuan perempuan untuk uh, kata, uh, membantulah usahawan-usahawan kita eh, dalam mendapatkan CJ pengesahan halal. Saya rasa itu sajalah daripada saya. Terima kasih Encik Juari. Uh, for me, in one minute, ada dua. Eh. Uh, number satu, I can consider Jakim halal is the most humane halal because we, unlike Indonesia, we allow certain degree of stunning to the animal. And we allow certain degree of alcohol, 0.5% due to fermentation. For certain, certain mazhab tak boleh. So a lot of European, they like our halal better because of our kita stun the animal. Then another thing is that since you're talking about entrepreneurship, I, I'm myself as an entrepreneur. Since you're talking about cosmetic, let me tell you, there are many degree of things that you can involve. Tak semisi nak jadi diorang aja. I met some lady, they are the saucer, they sauce only for ingredient. I know one lady who just sauce for ingredient for halal and different. Another lady, she's a marketeer for just halal product and they do branding and everything just for halal. So they represent few people like them and then they sell it to Japan, they sell it to Russia, they sell, sell it to uh, Middle East, Jordan, Africa. That's, that's halal. There's another one, stockies, you know, they stock it and then they distribute and they pack it for you because the lot of direct selling people send to them, they pack it nicely and they sell it to, to other people. Now, what I'm trying to say to you is that businesses has different facets. Even if you are a designer, as we all need designer. So if you have, a, you can do somehow Muslim uh, packaging beautifully, and you have the models, the Islamic models, that whatever, then we can use you because you really specialize in it. Because not many people know, because certain things are sensitive. Pakai tudung tapi terlalu baju ketat, you know. You tahu macam tu dekat you punya apa, tak menarik ataupun it doesn't look, mm. You know, things like that. That's also a business, 
right, and so on and so forth. What I'm trying to say to you is in industry of uh, entrepreneurship, it is a strain of supply. So which one are you going to be? Even nak test yang dekat 7-Eleven ke, yang dekat Maidin, dekat Cold Storage, yang nak, ta, nak apa tu, there is a company who stock it for you. It is, uh, and even nak try makanan kan? That is a company who do marketing for you. That's that's what I'm saying. So, tadi ada budak marah tu ramai kan. Saya pun sekolah je dulu tu ha. So, uh, tak semuanya nak jadi manufacturer. Certain people have many many brand, not the other, and they use other people to produce for them and other people to market for them. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Farmna. Very insightful. Okay, uh, I'd like to say thank you to Pani uh, EFM for inviting me. Uh, this is a really good opportunity to share what uh, my experience, my limited experience in halal industries, uh, particularly in cosmetics. Ni. Like for you guys to check it out. Uh, uh, Sorfina Hal, uh, kita ada sekarang, because we are still new, so kita test with uh, lip colors. Okay, so we have lip creams and lipstick. Uh, so far, we have uh, sent our products to uh, our neighboring countries like Singapore, Indonesia, uh, dekat US pun ada because I used to live dekat, uh, dekat California dulu. So there's some uh, community there that supports the apa, Islamic foundation kat sana, the Malaysian Islamic society. And then ada some in Australia. So, see slowly, um, because uh, Sofina Halni is a startup lah within the DNA Biosciences, right? So we start small and slow lah, slow steady. Kita nak tengok betul ke market yang nak naik sampai berapa 1 trillion ni by 2030 eh? 2023. So I mean, depending like, like for example, Puan, uh, Puan Amna cakap, which part of the business chain of this halal ecosystem yang you want to be in? Like for us, we are we are representing a halal product by way of being sorfina hal, a lifestyle for Muslim women or non-Muslim women. So if you resonate with our brand, you feel like you belong. You know, for what we we promote, we we promote as a brand, we promote. Okay, impress yourself. Maksudnya kita nak mencantikkan diri kita untuk diri kita dulu dari dalam. So this is our uh, campaign lah. Okay. So um, this is uh, our way of looking at the halal punya scene from our perspective. So it will be interesting to see your halal punya view. Sebab uh, kita datang ni pun nak share kan what halal cosmetic is, uh, is about and you know I'm I'm very glad that I have this experience with very senior and experienced people around me okay so thank you very much everybody yeah thank you so much yeah it's good to have your point of view as well okay, get a balance on all ages okay Pabawarni. Oh, thank you so much to EFM uh, for the invitation. Saya ingin mengucapkan ribuan terima kasih kerana dapat menye, uh, berkongsi masa dengan tempat bersama dengan uh, Cik Johari, Puan Amnah, dengan Sofina, dengan semua uh, Kita panggil anak-anak di sini. Ya. Saya ini makcik tua. Ya. Uh, semua anak-anak di sini uh, kerana... Um, Kami sebenarnya walaupun macam Cosmodem dah lama, uh, but the competition tu memang great. Cosmodem has been, uh, uh, we are in like the grey line antara uh, farmasi dengan kosmetik. Uh, technically memang kami kosmetik produk. 
kosmetik produk untuk makluman semua orang kan sikit je lagi saya tambah ya kosmetik produk dari segi definisi BBFK dikatakan kosmetik kalau dia membersih kalau dia melembap dia dan dia memberi wangian bau bau dan boleh bertukar warna so that covers color cosmetics dia tak boleh lebih daripada itu tapi boleh kita guna ingredient atau raw material yang bagus yang bermanfaat dan proven to be good for the skin and then you are promoting skin health that is what Cosmodem does we promote skin health because we believe everyone is beautiful inside and outside but skin must be healthy insyaAllah so um, when you are looking for what to do in the cosmetic industry or in the halal industry Look for something that is what um, is close to you, that you can not just learn about, but learn about and enjoy. And then, but you must do the hard stuff as well. Uh, jadi nak jadi entrepreneur ni bukannya kerja hari ni uh, makan gaji esok jadi entrepreneur. Memang kena organise, kena disiplin, kena rajin belajar, kena rajin bertanya dengan kena rendah diri untuk menerima teguran daripada orang dan menerima ilmu daripada orang. Okay, bila kita tak rendah diri, kita susah nak menerima ilmu, jadi kita belajar daripada kesilapan sendiri. Saya memang banyak pengalaman orang muda yang I want to make my own mistakes. So I will learn from my mistakes. If not, I don't know. I think it's fine. You can learn from your own mistakes but I would appreciate it if you don't do it on my time and at my expense. Okay, so please, you are young people. We are going. We are a young country. If we don't go into the space of halal that we have worked so hard, Jakim, HDC, semua, they have worked so hard to establish Malaysian halal all over the world. But when the Malaysians don't do it, others will. Amore Pacific is coming. Uh, has already. Uh, uh, is going to build their factory next year, 2020. Amore Pacific, for your information, is the seventh uh, biggest uh, company uh, for cosmetics in Korea. Dia yang buat lineage dan semua. Banyak produk-produk bawah Korea. Dia are basically responsible for the Korean Revolution, the K-pop, K-beauty antaranya. So when they come here, orang-orang uh, yang kita kata halal, uh, nak pilih halal, nak pilih halal akan ter... You now you have halal Korea. And we have only one year. Before they come in, they set up and they get Malaysian halal from, halal, uh, from Jakim. And then they come up with halal Korean products. And that is where the competition becomes really tough. So, if you want to go into the business, don't wait too long. If you want to learn, don't delay. Uh, if you want to try, don't be afraid. You will always be afraid. But don't let that fear stop yourself. Take, make the move. Okay? InshaAllah. Thank you very much, Mama Arni. Certainly very inspiring. Everyone, give them a round of applause. Well, um, I would also like to thank all uh, the panelists here. I, I mean, it's an honor for me to moderate this session. I, too, myself learned a lot from all of you. But before we end, um, we would like to um, give the panelists, so um, we would like to thank Cosmodum, cause, so, because they, they brought some, uh, apa, they, they sponsored some products of Cosmodum to some of the to all of the panel. So perhaps we can have the uh, Cosmodome products. So terima kasih Pemarni. Thank you very, very much for um, the, spot, the products.
Okey, itu dia podcast berkenaan dengan Industrial Talk berkenaan dengan Malaysia Halal Expo 2019. Okey, jangan lupa teruskan bersama kami di fm.live for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs.